What's up, my friends, and welcome to the Firehouse Leadership Podcast, where we like to keep leadership in the firehouse. This podcast is brought to you by Josh Chase of Jump Seat Leadership and Jared Sergi of Trial by Fire. We have you covered from the jump seat all the way to the front seat. So sit back, listen in, and let's get started. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the Firehouse Leadership Podcast. I am Jared Sergi, and I am flying solo tonight. Josh is working at the Firehouse today and tonight, so he uh, he might be out there slaying the dragon. Certainly slaying the EMS dragon, as we're all too familiar with, but, uh, but he's at the Firehouse today, so it's just me. And this is going to be the first of many, I guess what you can call a little short burst, these little power episodes that we're going to do, where we take some questions that we get from people that that send us emails or really just questions that we get interacting with other people through social media or even at work. And so the goal of these, the, you know, the purpose of these little short episodes is one to keep it brief, you know, around 20 minutes or so answer some questions, just straight, uh, straight to the point, not a whole lot of fluff and let's, let's get right to it. So the two questions that I'm going to be moving through today, the first one I get actually quite often and I know Josh gets it too. And I, would bet that our answers are probably very similar, if not identical, because of the fact that we were kind of both raised in the fire department the same way. That first question is expectations of the rookie. Basically, the question was framed, what's the best advice you can give me on how to be the best rookie? And the second question is, how do I plan for the first five years in the fire department? So, Let's uh let's get right to it. I'll answer I'll answer question number one first, and I'm gonna roll through a list of things. I probably have I don't know maybe twenty little bullet points that I'm gonna go through here. I'll expand on some of them. Now this is just this is just me. This is just my opinion. This is how what I expect out of rookie firefighters that come to my station. So I'm not saying that they're all inclusive. I'm not saying that they're absolutes. I'm not saying that you can't disagree with them. They're just simply mine, and I'm here to share them with you. And if you're a new firefighter today, or you're looking at getting into the fire service, or you're reporting to your first firehouse next week, well, this is just my advice to you. So let's let's get it started. The first thing I'll tell you, and this is the first thing that the first message that I send to all my new firefighters is, it's no longer just about you. You probably get a sense of that when you go through your fire academy, hopefully. But when you get to the firehouse, every single thing you do is about the team. Everything you do or you don't do has an impact on the team. The, the, the team will always be number one, and I think that's where your mindset has to be. Everyone will have their strengths and weaknesses, but nothing is stronger than the collective. And I think you have to understand that. And I think you should approach your first year with, and really, not even your first year, your whole career, with a we and not me mindset. If you have just the me mindset, people are going to see it. If all you ever care about is yourself, people are going to see it. If you're over there working out and everybody's out there taking care of the rigs, people are going to notice. If they're out there training in the apparatus bay and you're sitting on the couch watching, uh, I don't know, whatever you enjoy watching, and you're not participating in the training, people are going to notice. They're going to notice when you don't help lift around the station. They're going to notice when you don't participate around the station. Everything you do is for the collective. It is no longer about you. 
And as far as I'm concerned, if you move throughout your first year thinking this is only about you and you take a very selfish approach to your work, I don't think there's any room for you in, uh, and certainly not in my fire department. The other thing is for new firefighters, you'll find that people don't value the same things that you do. Your, your instructors in the academy, at least where I come from, I know they do a very good job about putting good people around you. Those There's negative people out there when you get to the street. You might not be surrounded by a bunch of positive folks. You might be surrounded by quite a few negative ones. And those negative people can eat at you and destroy you like a freaking cancer. They're in the fire service. They're at Geico. They're at UPS. They're in the police department. They're everywhere. They're in every job. Stay the hell away from them. Maintain your enthusiasm, the enthusiasm that you graduated with on the night of your academy, standing on that stage, getting your badge, Take that pride and that enthusiasm and that engagement with you. Surround yourself with people who are vested in your success, and you're going to be able to find those people. You're going to seek those people out in the firehouse and stick by their side. Leave those other people alone. Let them gripe. They'll only condition you to be negative throughout your whole career. Stay away from them. The next thing is make yourself the expert. And I'm going to expand on this later, uh, but what I mean by that is some of you might find yourself in a firehouse where you got a bad officer. Maybe you have a lazy crew and they don't want to engage with you and they don't want to help you, uh, you know, work through your professional development. They don't want to teach you anything. That's no excuse. You have to make yourself the expert in the presence of those types of people. You have to make yourself the expert. So how do you do that? You still work hard. You still show some respect to your coworkers, but ultimately you have to go out and if nobody's going to do it with you, you do it yourself. If that means pulling the truck out and stretching hose lines to the front of the bay door or to a side door of the firehouse, then that's what you do. If that means you have to pull the truck out, fire up the saws, read the tech manager yourself, watch some videos on YouTube or whatever resource you might have, then that's what you do. If you have to pull a meter off the truck and do your own homework and figure out how they work, and read up on different uh, products and things you can sample. You have to do that too. That is not ideal. That should not be the first thing that you should have to be worrying about. But if you're in that position now, unfortunately, and nobody else is around to help you, make yourself the expert. You got you to gotta look out for yourself in that particular case. And I'm going to expand on that later. The next thing is, be there as much as you can. Be present during your rookie year as much as you can. Now, I'm not here to tell you that that family's not important or if things come up or if your wife is sick as a dog or your kids are, you know, the whole house is sick and you're feeling good and, and they really need you there to take care of them. You know, you don't just put on a pot of chicken noodle soup and say, off, off I go to the firehouse. I hope you guys are feeling better. That's perfectly acceptable. What I'm saying is if you don't need to be off, then stay at work. Be present your rookie year. I think that's important. Again, this is just my advice to you. I expect brand new firefighters to be present as much as they can that first year. There's a lot of training that goes on. There's a lot of relationships that get built that first year. There's a lot of impressions to make on people that first year. So if possible, try to limit the amount of time that you take off. You have plenty of other years to do that stuff. Make your rookie year count. Be present. Be early. Be early. It doesn't matter what shift. You know, some start at 7, some start at 8. If you're asking me, I would tell you to get there at least an hour before. Get to the firehouse, get your gear on the truck, check off the rig, 
Go put on a pot of coffee for the people that are coming off shift. Maybe they got smoked last night. And when they want to wake up to some some uh, some good old-fashioned firehouse coffee brewed and they smell it as they're getting out of their racks, that goes a long way. And I'll add this. Just because you don't drink coffee doesn't mean you can't make the coffee. The next thing, check in with your officer. Uh, you know, some people have computer programs like Telestaff. You, can, you might even be able to see your assignment four days out. Check in with the boss. Hey, Cap, I checked Telestaff. It says I'm riding engine 14. Am I still assigned to the engine? Yep, you're good to go. Things change. Things change in the morning. Things move around. There's a lot of moving parts in the morning with most fire departments. So check in with the officer. Get your riding assignment. Know your seat position. All right. Ask if you don't know what's expected of you in those seat positions. On to the next thing. Stay busy. And when I say stay busy, stay busy with relevant stuff. I tell my new firefighters if I happen to be sitting in my office, you know, doing reports or whatever I'm doing, and I see them walk by my office 15 times a day with a broom sweeping the same hallway, or they're cleaning the same toilet seven times a day because maybe there's not a whole lot going on as far as calls, that's unsat. There's other things that they should be doing with their, with their time. Is it important to take care of the firehouse? Yes. But does the rookie need to be scrubbing the toilets 15 times a day to stay busy because that's just what rookies do? As far as I'm concerned, no. Make better use of your time. Pull tools off the truck. If it's got a button, it starts, it's manipulated somehow, mess with it. Learn about it. Clean the tools. Make sure they're ready to go. Make sure the rig's ready to go. I already mentioned checking it off. Make sure all the equipment's on there. Pull lines. Practice. Get out there with the saws. Practice your saw handling. Study. Read your books. You probably graduated with some books from the academy, some of them good, some of them bad. But study. Look at look at things that you're going to go out there and do. Learn about vertical ventilation. Learn about providing EMS. Learn about good engine company operations. Listen to those war stories when people get around the galley table. And I know they're, we call them galleys in Norfolk, around those kitchen tables. Listen to them. All right, Be quick to listen. Dissect lessons from those war stories. Sometimes it's nostalgic for people. Sometimes there's little nuggets of advice in there, but listen to them. There's lessons there. I already mentioned the other thing, house chores, all right? And again, find that balance, all right? Do the house chores, keep the firehouse looking good, take pride in it, but don't get crazy, all right? Don't get crazy. There's other more important things that you could be doing, like making yourself a better firefighter. Shoot for excellence every single day. It doesn't have to be some destination. It doesn't mean at the end of that rookie year, you've reached it. Or at the end of those five years or 10 years, oh, I finally reached excellence. Everything you do, do it excellent. If you're cleaning this firehouse, do it excellent. If you're out there pulling lines, do it with excellence. Every single day, reach for excellence. Keep your focus on what matters, all right? Uh, nobody... I'm pretty sure nobody, I know I don't, right? Nobody wants to hear anybody two months out of the academy bitching about Mandos. Guess what? Those other people have been doing it for quite a while. Nobody wants to hear from the rookie that's been in three months how to manipulate telestaff. Nobody wants to hear the rookie out there shit-talking other people. So keep your focus on what matters. Your whole goal that rookie year should be impressing the people around you with your work ethic your performance, your attitude, and a willingness to get the job done. No one wants to hear how bad you have it. Nobody wants to hear how bad the new guy or girl on the station has it. 
If that's how you begin your career with this poor me, then you will condition yourself to be negative. This job is freaking awesome. Have a ball with it. Step off the truck with a tool and a desire. If that's all anybody ever did as a new firefighter with me, I'll take it. So step off the truck ready to work. Have a tool in your hand. Have a desire to learn. Have a desire to serve. Be hungry to learn. Fight for the freaking nozzle. You want to be on the end of that knob, pushing down the hallway, right at the doorway, right as you make that turn. That's exactly where you want to be. Have that attitude your whole career. Always want to be the one at the end of that line. <clears throat> as a company officer with hey, really any firefighter, but especially new new firefighters, I had I just left the firehouse not too long ago where I had a lot of young dudes in the station. It was awesome. And they were aggressive junkyard dogs. I loved it. Be a junkyard dog. All right. I want aggressive firefighters. I want hungry firefighters, but I want smart ones. I want ones that will listen. I want ones that will step back when needed. I want ones that will, will know when to check themselves. So I want junkyard dogs. I want hungry junkyard dogs, but I want smart junkyard dogs. So be aggressive. Be an aggressive firefighter. The next, obviously, participate in training. Doesn't matter what it is. Make yourself present. If another person in the station starts to lead some training, go see what they have going on. If people are out in the back and they pull the saws off the truck, Go out there and see what they're working on. If the rescue company starts pulling meters off the truck, you're not assigned there. Well, if you've done everything you need to do for the day, go over and see what they're they're working on. Ask questions. Participate in training. Be a constant learner. Be the first to volunteer. Hey, I got that. Hey, I'll do this. Hey, give that to me. I'll take care of it. Whatever comes up, be the first to volunteer. Doesn't matter what it is. If you're capable of doing it, do it. Try to be the first one in the sink. There's a hierarchy and there's a culture that exists within a firehouse. It's there whether you like it or not. So I know where I work. It goes a long way when the rookie is Johnny on the spot. Everyone's eating, eating grub. They're finishing dinner. I'm not saying you got to inhale your food and choke down your food. But try to be the first one in the sink. Get up there. Take care of the galley. Clean the dishes. Take care of everybody else. It'll go a long way. Again, first impressions count. Keep a squared away uniform. Maintain a good professional appearance. Professional appearance, as far as I'm concerned, goes a long way. Now, I'm not here to say that there aren't knuckleheads that will present themselves in a very professional manner in their uniform. They're out there. But take pride in what you do. If you look good, you feel good. You got that patch on your arm. You got firefighter on your chest. Take pride in that. Keep a square, squared away uniform and look professional. The other thing here, it's been all business that I've been talking about. It's okay to relax every now and then, especially in the evenings. If you've been busy all day, it's okay to relax. Go watch a movie with the crew. Go sit out on the bay, on the bumper, and have a cup of coffee with everybody or tea or whatever you drink. I have a Coke and a smile. It's okay to relax. That's part of that team. That's part of learning the people that are around you. I've seen new firefighters, and I get it. I was a new firefighter once too. I remember how nervous I was in the firehouse my first few weeks. But don't isolate yourself. Don't isolate yourself. Be part of the team. Don't make excuses. If you screw up, you screw up. We all screw up. I screw up all the time. If you screw up, you own it, you fix it, you move on. Nobody wants to hear excuses, especially from a brand new firefighter. Don't be 
an ass kisser. Nobody likes an ass kisser. Nobody likes brown nosers, all right? But don't be cocky or arrogant either. Learn about your department's history. Ask questions about it. Ask about certain traditions. Hey, was there a firehouse there once before? Hey, why have we been doing this for so long? What's the tradition behind hot dogs and beans on Saturday? Ask about those things. Be curious about your fire department. Be curious about its history. Take pride in it. Eat with the crew. I know this is, uh, you know, this has been discussed several times about firefighters eating healthy, not so healthy. I would say historically we don't have the greatest menu at the table, but eat with the crew. All right, eat with the crew. Hopefully, everybody out there is eating pretty healthy these days. Some people, you know, they they bring their own luncheon, or maybe everybody brings their own luncheon. I don't, I don't know. Uh, but I was always told that time around the kitchen table is family time. It's important. It's. I believe that to this day. I think there's something to be said with crews that eat and break bread together. So, if you got a weird diet or maybe you have some allergies, that's okay. You bring your food in, that's okay. But eat with the crew. Meal times, family time. Learn something every day, whether it's participating in training, read a trade magazine, go to YouTube. There's all kinds of resources out there. Do something every day to expand your mind. Next, don't walk by a problem that you can fix. I don't care how small or large it is. If you walk by the trash can and people have walked by it four times a day and that thing's getting ready to pile over, fix it. Take care of it, especially if it's you walking by it. Don't wait for somebody else to fix the problem. Take ownership and fix it yourself. Doesn't matter how big or how small, whether it's something as small as a trash can or something that needs to be taken care of on the rig around the firehouse. If you could fix it, you fix it. Phones, and I'm talking about cell phones, and I know this is hard because they're in everybody's faces. All right. My best advice to you is to limit the time on your phone. I'm not saying go lock it in your car or lock it in your locker and only look at it twice a day. That's not what I'm saying, but limit your time on it. I believe people don't want to see rookie firefighters sitting on the couch with their face in their phone the whole shift. Be careful about that. Get a small cache of tools for your gear. All right, nothing crazy. You don't got to walk around like a GI Joe, but get a screwdriver, get some uh, get some pliers, get some channel locks. Ask the people that are in your firehouse what's best to carry in your gear. <laughs> it's one of those things everybody has their little pet peeves. I don't know why. That's just one of mine. It might be something as simple as we go to a car wreck and I tell a firefighter to to pop the battery cable off the battery and they say with what and i say well you don't carry any tools in your pockets and they say oh no am i supposed to yes you're supposed to all right nothing crazy but get a small cache of tools for your gear wear your ppe the right way i don't care if you step off the truck and the captain doesn't have their flash hood i don't care if you step off the truck and the two firefighters in the back don't have their belts the uh, their scba straps buckled i don't care if people aren't zipping their coats up all the way Wear your PPE the right way. Don't get involved in the rumor mill. Right? Don't get caught up in galley table gossip or galley table politics. Most of the times, that stuff is no good for you. Don't get caught up in that. Right? You, your focus, again, that first year should be being a great firefighter. The rumor mill that you hear, the, the galley table politics that you hear, some of it may be substantiated and it may be realistic things that the folks are talking about. But sometimes it's just people griping about things they can't control and there's absolutely nothing they can do about it. Don't get caught up in galley table politics. If it gets out of control, walk out of the galley, 
or walk away from the situation and find something more productive to do. Keep yourself in shape, right? Maintain good physical fitness. Uh, there's nothing that I, uh, there's a lot of things I don't like, but one of them is going to an incident. I go to a fire and I got a new firefighter on the back that I'm trying to hustle and engage. And again, I want those junkyard dogs and they can't get a line off the truck and make it up a few flights of stairs before looking like they're getting ready to keel over and have a heart attack. Unacceptable. You get paid to do a job. You get paid to do a job well. There's an expectation of the citizens there. There's an expectation of the people around you to make sure that you have their back. You could be technically competent, and that's great. But if you can't make it to the third floor to do your job, that's a problem. Keep yourself in shape. So that is the best advice I can give you as far as what you should do to be a good rookie your first year. There's a lot of other things in there, of course, but uh, those are just mine. I'm sure if I sat here for another 20 minutes, some other ones would pop in my brain. But that's my best advice for you. There's plenty of other great things that you can do and you're going to get advice from other people listen to it listen to what they have to say and uh and implement what you can so the next one what's my plan for the next five years so i had to really think about this one because you know depending on your department there's formal things that are required of you over a certain amount of time uh and so i wrote about six things here and i'll try to i'll try to work through it and and let you know and expand on some of those just like i did some of the other things to be a good rookie firefighter so the first thing i'll tell you is look at your career over the long term all right look at it in like chunks and i would say your first five years the your primary focus should just be trying to be the baddest firefighter you can be of just absorbing knowledge experience listening to others that should be your main focus, just to try to be the best damn firefighter you could possibly be. That comes from company training. That comes from experience. That comes from taking courses outside your own organization. That means focusing on your education, all of those things, right? So understand there's formal de development processes that are in place in your organization. Like for, for my department, uh, in my department, for example, there are certain benchmarks that people are expected to do. <clears throat> so they get off probation, they have to work on their engine uh, operator book. You know, another year goes by, they work on their ladder book and they start to work on their acting officer book and things like that. Some people do it, some people don't. It's not necessarily a requirement until they start to move towards promotion. But I would, I would pay attention to those benchmarks and make sure you're developing and meeting your department's expectations as well, all right? And that, that looks different for everybody else. The next thing is find a mentor. Find a mentor. Look for somebody that you feel like you want to be you, you know, you know, like they're a version of you in three years or five years or 10 years, all right? And ask them what they did to get there. Ask them how they earned credibility. Ask, the, ask them what they did to be successful in their positions. Find a mentor. It doesn't have to be anybody that, it doesn't have to be right there in your firehouse, although that would be awesome. They can be in your battalion. They could be in your department. They might even be in a neighboring department. Hell, they might not even be in your state. But find a mentor, someone you can go to for advice, somebody who's going to guide you in the right direction, somebody who's also going to tell you what you need to hear. Like, hey, knucklehead, stop friggin' doing that. All right, so find a mentor. Keep a beginner's attitude. This will help you your entire career. We're talking about the, the first five years here, but maintain that beginner's attitude. Be open to learning. Admit your mistakes. Take classes. Go to conferences. 
Uh, there's so many educational opportunities out there now for you to be a good firefighter, focusing on developing yourself to be just that. Now, when I say be a good firefighter, I mean being a good firefighter, being great at stretching lines, forcing doors, search and rescue, cutting holes in roof, under, roofs, understanding building construction, providing good EMS care, all right? All of those things are going to make you a good firefighter. Strive to be an expert in your craft. Get involved in your department. You know, after a couple years that you, you know, feel like you got your feet under you and you're starting to, you know, be comfortable with where you're at in the fire department and where you're at with your job, get involved. It, that can come in a lot of different ways. You know, most departments, I would imagine, have committees and things that you can do to get involved and work with other members in the department, maybe even work with some people in the administrative departments within your organization where you get to see behind the curtain a little bit. It gives you a perspective on things. You learn new processes. So a lot of different opportunities, but get involved in your department. <clears throat> Mentor others. Now you're getting a little bit of time under your belt, right? And there's going to be new people that are coming up behind you those first five years. Be a mentor to them. Hopefully, you had good mentors along the way yourself, and you basically can just share with them what you've learned, but maybe you didn't. Be the opposite of what you had, right? Be the opposite of what maybe you had. Be, be what you would have wanted, right? Be that mentor that you wanted. Take the time to mentor others now. You are obligated to. Listen and observe those around you, all right? Good officers, bad officers, good good firefighters, bad firefighters, good fire chiefs, bad fire chiefs. You don't have to have an opinion about everything. You have to voice your opinion to everybody around the galley table about these particular people. Just listen and observe. Take mental notes about how these people around you do things, how they make decisions, how they treat people. It will all help with your professional development and how you're going to manage and treat others later. So, again... This, this first five years should be spent being just a sponge, just being somebody who wants to just, just be the, a badass firefighter. Learn as much as you can, all right? Learn as much as you can. You want five years. If you take five years and have a solid foundation of learning, I believe that you're going to be in good shape. And it doesn't stop there. There's no, you know, it's not like five years in one day. All right, you know, I tip back in the recliner and things slow down for me. That doesn't mean that either. I'm just talking about developing that good foundation. The other thing is have fun. Again, have fun. This job is freaking awesome. I, I have a nephew that's in the fire department. I can remember him coming home one day and telling me about, you know, people just griping around the galley table and stuff. And I'm like, dude, go to work, ride backwards, go to fires, and have a freaking blast. This job is awesome. The people that you work with can be very, very awesome enjoy that camaraderie, enjoy that teamwork, because one day you're going to look back and if you've absorbed as much as you can and you've lived in the moment and you've loved all the little things like packing hose after a fire at the bumper and you love coming back after a good fire and putting on a pot of coffee and just sitting there all grungy till you jump in the shower and just get your first cup of coffee in you and you just talk about how the fire went. And it, it, the fire service is awesome. Enjoy those things. You can look back on that la later and you'll feel fulfilled. <clears throat> so keep that going your whole career. Right? I know I just talked about the first five years, uh, but keep that going your whole career. Be a lifelong learner. Know that you will never know it all and you need to continuously learn things. Mentor others 
and also be open to mentorship. Develop yourself. Again, I don't care if it, everything from stretching hose lines on up to organizational leadership. Develop yourself. Focus on your education as well. Stay hungry for this job. If you are passionate and you love it, don't let freaking anybody take that passion away from you. All right. Just like their negativity is a cancer and it's infectious, so is your positivity. So is your engagement. So is your enthusiasm. And there's people out there that need that from you. All right. This is the best damn job there is. What you do is awesome. The things that you get to do are awesome. You can make an impact that many other people will never know the likes of. So that's all I have for you. I know we've been running for probably just about 30 minutes. I My goal was 20, but uh, but I went a little bit longer. And if you know me well enough, you know I, I can get to talking. So again, purpose of these little short bursts is to, to answer these questions, get some stuff out there, answer those questions, get some advice. And uh, if you guys have any questions or further questions, you want me to expand on anything here, just hit me and Josh with an email. It's fhleadershippodcast at gmail.com, capital F, capital H. Again, fhleadership, F-A, I'm getting all tongue twisted, fhleadershippodcast at gmail.com. All right, everybody, thanks for listening, and we'll talk to you soon. What's up, my friends? Thank you for listening to the Firehouse Leadership Podcast, where we believe in keeping leadership in the firehouse. Don't forget to head on over to Spotify and subscribe to this podcast. And don't forget to follow Jump Seat Leadership and Trial by Fire on social media. Until next time, stay engaged.